fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, zero to two grams net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O C-O. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> Side stories? That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yeah. Girl from Ipanema, she's out of there. Girl from Ipanema, she's out of here. In the series of odd complaints <laughs> I have received from Marcus Parks in our 13-year association. I'm not saying they're always they're they're always different. Yeah. I remember with like reasonable. You've, you've had some issues, yeah. right? Obviously, you know, you got you're working through it. Mental health is not your fault, but it's your responsibility. That's right. And you Still take that responsibility seriously. Very always. serious. But I remember at the time that you talked about how you had to unplug the toilet when you were in a hotel room because the toilet was too loud. Yeah. Because it was electronic and there was just, it just, its existence was too loud. For it me. made beeps and it made noises and it kept me up because hotel rooms are as quiet as a crypt sometimes. Sometimes, but that's, to me, that's comforting, right? The sound, but I, you know, I use a white noise machine. A lot of times I just listen to old Stern. <laughs> right, and I just have to go into the background. And then, I, that's me. I just put on something about the Holocaust on my, uh, you know, lulls him straight to sleep. <laughs> Soon as he starts Daco and the trains never stop, he's like, he's just like so relaxed. No, um, it's uh, what it's about is it's about stopping the thoughts in my head about what's going on with me. It's like, well, look how bad these and people fill are. it with thoughts of the Holocaust because again, <laughs> sleepy thoughts because he always thinks about it. his favorite thing is to imagine because they jump over the fence. He's imagining in his head them jumping over the fence into Auschwitz. <laughs> Usually it's the narrators are very, they're very somber. So they're very good. Uh, I imagine uh, they should be. Uh, yeah. Because again, if it was a laugh a minute, if a Holocaust fucking, I don't know how we got here. If a Holocaust documentary was done in Comic Sans as a voice, that would be fucking difficult. Right? If it was done in that TikTok voice, they'd be like, yeah. hey, check out these crimes. Uh, they put the gold teeth in a pile. You know? I, uh, where was I going? The uh, my complaints, complaints. My complaints. Marcus comes into our brand new studio. And he says the toilet is too shallow for him to shit and piss in it at the same time. It's not, sh- you know, it's not too shallow. Look in my face, people that are watching this. <laughs> Look at my face. The man said a standard toilet bowl. It's not standard at all. It that, is utterly standard. That toilet There's bowl upstairs no is far below regulation. That is, there is no way. There has never been. There's no permit office. It's a child. Toilet link. It's a child. I have never There's in my no life. There's no such thing. I want to know. I'm looking this up. I don't even, I'm even afraid to write in toilet for child into this. I guess I can. We I, haven't intro the show. I have never. Welcome to Side Stories, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Marcus Parks. This is Henry Zabrowski. I've never in my life encountered a toilet so small. You it are is- watching me Google toilet child size. <laughs> All right. It says here, child's height toilets, toilet seats. What, what size is a child's toilet. This is not real. Yeah, no, I'm looking at compact toilets, corner toilets. There's plenty of compact, compact toilets out there. Toilets. And what I'm saying is that it's not long enough. And I'm not saying it's not long enough for me to defecate normally. I'm just saying that I have to concentrate and put my body in such a position where I don't either pee on the seat 
Or shit on the seat. Am I, honestly, I, I do feel like or I'm at least in the, graze the back of it. This is the Biden household. <laughs> right? This is Joe Biden. Let me be clear. There's no way I grow. What is this? Some kind of I'm sitting on it. Oh, it's just the size of a yoga, yoga brick. Oh, I can't piss in this. I can't shit in this. My shit range is three feet. <laughs> me, honestly, I don't know what Joe Biden's shit range is, but I do think it's probably liquid as all hell. Mm-hmm. And he also the, the flush is, is quite... Uh, week on the upstairs, so I'm gonna be downstairs. I think we should designate that is that that's where the biz that's where business is done in I, the downstairs. I toilet. just I'm not gonna tell everybody because guess what I shat in that up top, right? Yeah, <laughs> I had no problems. I shat, pissed, bathed, whole thing in the toilet because once that water comes back, it's clean. That's true. That's, that's true. what I learned. Um, we got a couple updates up top. Number one. Biggest mystery that was on our uh, chapped lips last week was talking about the three Chiefs fan. Again, going with the Chiefs fan. I guess now they keep talking about it because they won the stupid game, right? Because now they're going to the Super Bowl again, again right? And then the, the Lions like, game also was a heartbreaking game. Yeah, I watched that. It's very be the sad. Most boring fucking Super Bowl. Go Lions coming back next year. Yeah, it's, you know, it's whatever. But uh, we now we have a couple corrections up top. So the three men that died outside of a Kansas City home. So they were now, for all intents and purposes, because the toxicology reports have not come back, uh, they were they froze to death, as yeah. far as we know. And we know that the police, the Kansas City police, are investigating this as just a death investigation. And, you know, we've been bandying back and forth. Is it mysterious or not? And we actually got the date of the game that we were thinking of incorrect. Yeah, we assumed that it was the previous weekend's game in which, you know, the temperature was like 20 below with yes. the wind chill. But no, it was actually the game on January 7th. The Chiefs, Chiefs versus, versus Chargers. Chargers. Another absolutely boring game and I'm pretty certain maybe they died of boredom uh, because I hate the Chargers yeah I hate the Chargers everyone hates it if, um, if there's no junior sale there's no reason to like the Chargers I loved him in um, was he in Moana <laughs> um, or you know the evening temp that night according to Chiefs versus the that, that night on January 7th that was like the mid low 30s so they we, again we don't know how they froze that standard, standard Kansas, yeah, Kansas yeah, City yeah. winter temperatures um, and they were locked out if they were locked out without their phones keys they would have gone to a neighbor's house yeah i don't know what happened so more kind of weird suspicions unless what they were happened. shy unless they were shy <laughs> death by shyness <laughs> is that what covid was now according to the family members facebook post at the same time multiple family members are trying to reach jordan willis the guy who lived in the house via calls, texts, Facebook messages. We talked about this a little bit last week. But on Facebook, they could see that Jordan had viewed their messages and was not responding. Again, I don't know what all that means. It's suspicious. It's suspicious, yeah. but it, the police have not filed any charges on this man. They are refusing to. They actually have doubled and tripled down, saying that there are no criminal charges yet associated with this case. And now, apparently, though, there was a fifth guy that was also there. I um, mean, he left around midnight and his story now is that when he left the four of them, uh, when he left them, they were all hanging out watching old episodes of Jeopardy, <laughs> which I've done. Yeah, so have I. I've gotten real drunk because you know what's nice about it? You know all the answers. Feel like a fucking genius. You know, <laughs> you just zip through. You can impress all your friends. One guy can act like it was today's episode, but he knows it was two days ago. And then he's just like, bing, bing, bing. And they're like, oh, yeah, Jordan, you got to get on this show. I don't know how you're not on this show already. And he's just like, I don't want to <laughs> blow Kent Jennings out of the water. It's the only thing he's got going. <laughs> you groundhog day it. 
You groundhog day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they did not. Uh, that guy, we have no idea where that fucking guy is. He, apparently he left and he just moved away. So we don't know if it was because of this or if he was already moving away. A lot of well, still, the guy there's that, a lot no, of pieces missing. No, the guy who owned the house moved away. The guy who was living at the house moved away. Not the fifth guy who was there. That guy just left. Wow. Yeah. Jordan complied and let it. He moved out of the house. Yeah. The fifth guy was just there. Was he a roommate? I think he was just a friend. Yeah. They were just still. There's just yeah. a lot of stuff that hasn't coming out. We are waiting for this toxicology report. That's how we'll know what actually happened. That's going to be the big thing. The toxicology report is going to tell us a lot. But Unless I, it's inconclusive and then there's absolutely. We have no idea what yeah, happened. Then it's just a true. Then it's just a true mystery. But mystery. I, but I think one of the. It very well could be that this guy did not answer the messages. Just some people just have a very avoidant personality. I know that I am, you know, I get anxious. Let's yeah. say I just killed my three friends and I in a slow way. Or not even you killed your three friends, but just three of your friends accidentally froze to death in your backyard. Which is how does that happen? I don't know how that <laughs> happens when it's not quite freezing, but, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out. But, you know, I I tend to lock up when it comes to messaging because we spend most of our weeks like, I just, blah, 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 blah. I talk all day long. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sick of talking. I'm sick of people talking to me. Yep. I don't want anybody, to, I don't want to talk to anybody. Nope. So I can understand how he gets to a point where I don't want to fucking answer any messages. But you also, like, he's not a professional entertainer. No. And he doesn't have to put out eight to nine hours of content a week. And so he could answer those messages. I feel like, yeah, he might have been, or hung over his balls. And it picks it up. But if you got a bunch of guys being like, where are your friends? Your three friends that you hung out with all night, last night with, and you're the last person to see them alive. Like, what do I know about police investigations? You're number one. They're coming right for you. They're going to look right at you because you're the last person who saw them alive. And something like 85 percentile, some, some ridiculous number. I'm making it up, but it's something like that where the last person who saw them alive is m more often than not connected to their their end of their life. Yeah. I mean, it could be one thing. It could. I mean, that's like he could have just texted back. I don't know. I don't know. Like that's they, all you needed to do. Yeah. Just I, I don't know. But he could also just have looked at his phone and thought. I don't want to fucking deal with this. Oh, because yeah, you like, don't, you, we know nothing about these people's personal lives. No idea. The, this could be some sort of like where there's always drama going on with these there's, people. Oh, especially small town. But Kansas City's not a small town. But everybody, if you've got a friend group, you don't know what's going on. You don't yeah. like know who's a pain in the ass. Or like maybe you had to beg them to leave. <laughs> maybe literally like get at the fuck out of my house. We're and sitting like, here watching Jeopardy. It's midnight. Get out. <laughs> I put this on to make you leave. And now they, then they're like, Oh, we're going to rip a couple of more butts in the back. And then you go like, you go the fuck outside. I'm going to sleep. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But yeah. We're, but he's not saying anything publicly yet. He, as far as the, the guy that owned the house or was now, was the main tenant of the house who is now gone, Jordan Willis, he's straight up just being like, he has complied fully. Yeah. But he's like, that's all I know. I was in dreamland. So yeah. we'll find out. Maybe never, but hopefully soon. Uh, there is a couple of other great stories this week. We got Herb Baumeister. They found a couple of new bodies on his property. That is a story that we're going to get to at some point. Uh, that's a heavy hitter that we haven't covered. Herb Baumeister might have sort of been the I-70 killer. We mm -hmm. don't know. A murderer of many uh, young and uh, adult men. He was also, he then disappeared when he, the investigation hard, started hardcore on his big piece of land that became his own personal mortuary where apparently he didn't even bury him. He just left dudes to turn into mulch. Uh, and so he went to Canada and then shot himself in the head. And then he wrote like a three page suicide note where it was him talking about, you know, every regret he ever did except for being a serial killer. 
<laughs> and he said he didn't want to kill himself in front of a bunch of kids. And then he did write that his last meal was a peanut butter sandwich. Wow. So Ed, I'm really glad that he made sure that everyone knew that his last meal was a peanut butter sandwich. But no other secrets were revealed. No. And uh, it is just, it's largely thought because, you know, they found at least 11 bodies. We, they believe that he was, uh, he's connected to 25, yeah. but they found 11. Wow. So he is a monster. They found a new body there. There is a, another update on the, uh, this is a story that I found really interesting. We didn't cover it from here because it's a Japanese story and they were like, there, there are some of these uh, events. And so it was hard to read the articles I got because they were all from Japan and the translate was kind of wonky. But it, the guy that set fire to the Kyoto Animation Studios in Japan was sentenced. And I believe it's the harshest sentence that they have given something like in like years because they don't execute people that often anymore. Well, for, uh, as per an article I read in the BBC is that they Japan saves executions. They save death sentences. For when it's a knife. <laughs> when they're like, ah, it is one, it's a knife. <laughs> they save it for multiple murderers. They save it for spree killers, serial killers, mass murderers. That's who gets the death penalty in Japan. And in Japan, they own, as opposed to here in America, where you have a whole smorgasbord, you have all kinds of different ways that you can choose to be executed by the state. That's called capitalism. You know what I mean? We got a lot <laughs> That's of get- freedom of, of choice. Choice, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Welcome. Freedom. But in Japan, where they're not free, they can only be hung. They string them up. They can or hanged. It's fun though. It's got to be fun. To be hanged? Well, just like to go, get, if you're going to go watch one, that's the old school one. Oh, yeah. Because I think get illegal injections, boring. Don't want to watch it. Getting a, electric chair can be actually kind of fascinating if you go watch one of those, but then also, but most of the time it's boring. They never smolder. Now they got the new nitrogen yeah. way of killing you. I have been reading about the nitrogen. Did you read about the, the first one done in Alabama? What happened? No. It did not sound pleasant. What, is he, what does it do? What does nitrogen poisoning do to you? <laughs> if I remember correctly, uh, I think it just... Nitrogen gas execution. I'm yeah. Well, I know. I don't exactly remember how it kills you. But, but did I it go as know... expected, according to the ABC News? He convulsed quite a bit. Yeah, sure. sure, uh, sure he sure. looked like it, it looked like a very um, painful death. They say it might be because he was trying to hold his breath, um, but supposedly you just go to yeah. sleep. He shook and writhed on the gurney, pulling against the restraints for at least two minutes two before minutes. he began heavily, before breathing heavily and ultimately passed away. It's nitrogen hypoxia. Yeah, that's what it is. So I guess they just pump it into a room and then you just slowly, you drown in it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't you sound shoot pleasant. him in the head. <laughs> at this point, what are we doing here? Why are we doing it to this extent? I don't believe in the death penalty at all. Neither do I. Yes. But if you're going to be doing it, I mean, I think the Soviets had it right. The fuck, the bullet behind the ear. What, what they did to Andre Chikatilo. If you're going to do it, get it fact, done. Just get it done. Get it done. Get I know done. that they want it to be impersonal and they don't want one person to feel the burden of that. No, what I think, you, I think if in, in America, if they truly do want the death penalty, I think the person who has to pull the trigger, the judge. The judge who passes the sentence. And how fun is that judge? <laughs> how like how fun is well, that guy? Well, sometimes I get it is up to the jury uh, to pass the sentence. You know, the jury does choose like the death penalty or or life or whatever. If that is true, here's what we do. Okay, so you get that jury. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Okay, and you put a bunch and you make them reach into a hat, 
and they get little pieces of paper. Chance. Yeah, chance. And so one you of those. You want to make this like the ice storm with Christina Ricci? <laughs> so one of those 12 people is going to have to be the person who pulls the trigger on this person. I think it's okay. going to make them think twice. How about this? Or you get one guy that had such a good lawyer, somebody from a, who's already a murderer, who had such a good lawyer, right? And then is now doing great. And they, you know, maybe they got off from getting a death penalty. But then they're doing really, really well in jail. Like they're, you know, top of their class. <laughs> and they're, they're doing good in their work in jail. And they're, they're you know, maybe maybe they're, they're, they're teaching other people how to read or they're doing something like that. And you let that guy one last chance to kill somebody. <laughs> and give him a shot. You know what I mean? Because then legally, sanctioned, now you can get it out, right? So you don't go fight your bunk guy. That's right? nice. That, that's nice. So you're saying you, it should be a reward for good behavior. Yes. You get to perform, you get to shoot someone in the head. Legally. <laughs> and you can do whatever you want. You can go like, ta-ta, motherfucker. Like, you can say something. You could like, you could do your catchphrase. Yeah. You could do the, one catchphrase. Maybe you could do the speech. The, and, the, and and you will know my name <laughs> is the Lord. Like you go do the Pulp Fiction thing. Anything that'd you be, want. That'd be fun as fuck. That'd be nice. But no, I, I do. I do believe that if we have the death penalty here, if people want to, uh, if they want to mete out the fucking judgment, they need to carry it out themselves. I, I you know, I, I intend to agree because it is because, again, I feel like we shouldn't be doing it. No. I don't the government no. should be killing anybody. No. But if we're going to do it. Let's make it fun. <laughs> the Kyoto animation arson attack, though, was the worst massacre on Japanese soil since World War II. 36 people died. The story is really fucked up, too. This actually might be, well, we've talked a little bit about doing fires. But you have always said that, like, maybe fires are boring or it's just tragedy. It's just people just bursting into flame. It's just tragedy because you want well, to do that circus fire. I do. And, it's just, and that's just a bunch of kids and clowns dying. And I like clowns. We have so, a clown. So sue me. I think that's funny. <laughs> so sue me. Clowns laughing to death. We have a clown on payroll now. Think about a clown. Well, yes. Think about Tier. Think about Tierzo. I'm afraid. Dying I'm in afraid a fire. of Tierzo. <laughs> I want Tierzo to understand their limits to its behavior. All right, because these clowns coming in. Because imagine that. Because like you know, the Titanic, they're doing violin as they're going down. You know, these clowns are on fire and still like juggling and still like bending over and kicking over their hat and stuff. And they're like, ah! like that's a real clown. I think it would be interesting. All right. We just did the episode. That's the most comedy you can get out of that. I think that it could be. I think a lot of people think that fires are interesting <laughs> and kind of sexual and fun. But this guy, but this is not. This is actually very tragic. Yeah, this is very tragic. Jinji Oba, he was, uh, he's 41 years old at the time of the attack. He basically went into, he was convinced that Kyoto Animation had stolen his ideas. They absolutely did not. Uh, they uh, There was a couple of things that were vaguely similar to a script he had sent in, but they said that they he didn't even get past the first round. They had sent something a long time ago. He didn't even get past, like, any sort of, like, adjudication period, or there was no editor looking at it. No one saw it enough for him to be copied. And then he walked in, Bunch of gasoline, the lobby of the building just doused, doused it on himself and a bunch of people, set everybody on fire. He somehow lived. Yeah. Um, and is now gonna die in yeah. the hands of the Japanese government. Suffered burns to over 90% of his body. He was only arrested after he recovered from all the operations. And while he was throwing gas everywhere, he just kept shouting, drop dead over and over and over again. Hey. And he said during his guilty plea... Hey, it's better than eat at Arby's. Because <laughs> that's what Arby's was, at, was asking for. That's what we're asking And we for. were like, 
you know, with somebody they're playing with each other. He later said during a guilty plea in September 2023 that he didn't think so many people would die. He said, I felt I had no other option but to do what I did. No, you know what you do? Make it on your own, put it on the internet. You just animate the cartoon. Yeah. Instead of killing everybody. <laughs> You just make a cartoon. And then yeah. it really just shows, like, why'd you get into this for it? Why'd you get into the cartoon business if you were just going to burn a bunch of people alive? For some reason, I get a feeling that he was more of a manga guy than an anime guy. Because this studio did produce both manga and anime. And I feel like the manga guys are a little bit crazier than the anime guys. I don't know. Well, because the manga guys, have you ever heard of, like, the insane deadlines that manga dudes are under at all times. Oh, I can't even imagine the work, what they have to put out, the, the amount of output that they have to do. Sometimes it's something like 40 pages in a day, like where they just, it's just over and over. And I mean, it's like they talk about, the guys that talk about it say that it is the closest to hell you can get when it comes to a work environment. It's absolutely. For Sailor Moon? <laughs> just comic books. What are we doing here? Yeah, it's, for tentacle rape? Yeah, it's absolutely. Up. But for, I mean, but for fucking like. Patrick, Sinji. Fast, fast. No, more tentacles. I want to see more cream coming from her fighting vagina. No, please. Kyoto, look at this. Come here. Look, look. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The beak on this octopus. Is it kissable enough? <laughs> Redraw this. But yeah, some of these guys, like uh, drawing manga, like drawing and writing manga is uh, one of the most demanding jobs, if not the most demanding job in media. Uh, it's absolutely awful. And these guys lose, their, they lose their minds doing it. I mean, that's the thing. I think about that. Guess what? When they sleep in, you got to be hustling. Yeah. And we need to get more of that here. Stop the hustling. I don't no, want the hustling. I hate the hustling. sleeping, I'm hustling. We hu we hustle because we had to. It's not supposed to be a lifestyle. It's not supposed grind, to be. Rise and grind. <laughs> it's not supposed to be something you're proud of. It's supposed to be something that you have to do for a period of time. It's supposed to end. No, no, no. It only ends with the embrace of death. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cold embrace of death. It, honestly, it's nice because it stops all work. Um, but. Not when the, but I would be so sad because the work's such a joy. Yeah. I really do. I, you know, I, no, love, I, I love what I do. I love, I absolutely love what we do. I, I absolutely do. But, uh, you know, but you got to live. I, I You got to live. You and, you, live. and you can't, you know, uh, we just have to make sure that no one comes back here to set this place on fire. Yes. You know what I mean? I think that's our big that's, goal as bosses and as workers here. Number one goal. Don't. Let inspire Don't inspire a fire. To come and set everybody on fire. Rise from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. 
But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Um, you know who also loves their work? This is a quick little story that I want to talk about. This is in the category of how in the living fuck is this a crime? Yeah. The fish bandit. Yeah, I love the fish bandit. Now, this is, this is art, and I don't really understand why he's in trouble. A teen. I, they say, you know, people are writing off the Zoomers. <laughs> they shouldn't. His Instagram username was fishbandit84. Has been arrested in Provo, Utah for taping fish to ATMs and other objects. Now, this is good fun. This is great. This is good fun, and I don't really know why he was arrested. The 17-year-old executed these bizarre pranks more than a dozen times. That's through August and December of last year. This is from the USA Today. Um, again, then he went, he did it, and I guess he was in Salt Lake City, all over Salt Lake City, which makes a lot of fun. But that's a great thing, is that he lived in Provo, and he would drive right. to Salt Lake City. To tape fish and shit. <laughs> and then, well, this is why they got mad, because uh, he taped a fish to a cop car. Yeah. Damn. And they got really, really <laughs> mad about it. But it's like, man, that's fun. You got to put him in. Uh, you know what I would do if I was him? I would go and pick him up. You're like, you know what you need to do? Intern at the Fish and Wildlife Center. <laughs> we put you over here. You can meet some rangers. You can meet some fish. You can take fish to a fucking 
tree, you're feeding a bear. I love him. I mean, yeah, his bio states live, laugh, tape fish on ATMs. It's fun <laughs> as hell. They just, it's just a fish, and you could just pull it off. It's not even, I'm looking at this, it's not even obstructing the screen. <laughs> you can you can do all of your business around this fish. Yeah. I know, I guess technically there's some people that might be mad at the treatment of the fish. But fish are fish. I mean, the fish are there to be eaten anyway. I mean, the fish is already dead. It's fish. Yeah, it's a fish. I know that some people have emotional connections to their fish, but it's not your fish. They didn't come to your house and take your fish. These are from the ocean. Yeah. All is... right. Or the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, or from the Salt Lake. I don't know. They've been taken. There was a one in Frankfurt, Germany, the Guatemala City, Guatemala, and Phoenix. Uh, and then he put it on then obviously, which I was really very happy about. He went all the way to Bass Pro Shop, in Memphis, Tennessee. And he taped one to the wall in the bathroom. <laughs> and that is, again, this is art. I don't, how is this a crime? Why is he, I guess it's vandalizing public property. It's two charges of property damage stemming from the cost of the cleanup. Which is a fucking napkin. It's a napkin. You just eat, 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 and it's that's it. It's fish residue. <laughs> they need to embrace him. I think that there. this is one of those things where if the police or people understood that like, that's who you want running your social media, man. This is great. I mean, that's this is the fish man. This is one of this is Dada. I love this. It's, it's absurdist. It's, it's fish. It's fucking wonderful. We're going to find out that this means like some kind of white supremacy dog whistle. <laughs> like as this is going, side stories, LPOTL, gmail.com, house taping, a fish or an ATM, white supremacy dog whistles. I just need to know whether or not we have just uh, broadcast his nefarious message yeah. across the world. Because as far as I'm concerned, when I'm looking at this, that's this fish. Yeah, that's making me happy. And it's, but he also uh, would sometimes put cigarettes in the fish's mouth. That's fun. That's it's very... absolute fuck. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. They were already doing it. Yeah. They were already doing it. Yeah. At the fucking, if you go to a TGI Fridays, mm -hmm. they used to, but now no one's allowed to have cigarette imagery. Yeah. But that used to be the fun part about going there. You could see a moose with a cigarette. You could see a squirrel with a cigarette. But even the, like when I look at it, I mean, I, I might just be bringing what I want to bring to this, but I even think that the placement of the fish on Means the ATM. Well, I think the placement is artistic. It looks good. I think like it's it, fun. It's aesthetically pleasing the way that he tapes the fish to the ATM. Although it might also be that no matter how you tape a fish to an ATM, I'm going to like it. I'm going to enjoy it. This is it. what I'm saying. I yeah. don't think, I think it's just about the act itself. Yeah, I don't think it is. I kind of want to do it myself. <laughs> Can we get arrested? I guess we can. We can. Yeah, we could get arrested. Yeah. But what if I say this is about, this fish is named Greta Turnberg. <laughs> this, oh, now what, you'll, what will you do? This is about the environment. Okay. Right? Sure. I mean, I definitely appreciate this a lot more than the people who throw paint on paintings uh, in order to, you know, protest global warming. This gets so much more positive press. If he came out and said this is about global warming, I'd be like, cool. Yeah, cool, whatever. Pay, tape. Because then it turns into a worldwide phenomenon of like just a bunch of kids taping, taping fish to things. things, taping fish to things. It's okay, wonderful. Just leave my car alone. Yeah. And that could, way, I will you know, get angry. You know what? You could tape a fish to my car. I, it, it's going to be fine. You know what it is? It's the it's the type of tape. Yeah. If you just left the fish on my car, I wouldn't be mad. Mm -hmm. I, I might even tape it. I'd leave it there until I drove off. With yeah. It. yeah <laughs> until let it the, fall on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun to do. Yeah. But yeah, it's the tape that's bad. But not on these fucking ATMs. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, whatever. Um, that is a book. So uh, it was in the How This Is a Crime division. We're going to, uh, someone's probably going to tell me how it's a crime. I mean, it's probably, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that probably the tape does something to the touch screens and blah, blah. Oh, yeah, it's just residue. I'm sure they can figure it out. And I think Bank of America can fucking afford to replace a, a little touch screen. It's not even replacing the touch screen. I don't think it's, you just wipe it off. It's normal, the drunk people. 
just shit and piss all over fucking ATMs. Yeah. Right? So they're covered in, a, in a, an absolute film of filth. Yeah. So there's no way a little fish grease <laughs> is coming up the banking works. No. Okay? Because this is about banking. I also appreciate how many different types of fish are used. I know. It's, it does feel like, in a way, it's whatever fish you can get a hold of. A perch, carp, catfish. I'm seeing all kinds of different kinds. The trout. Well, it's a lot of mysteries today. We have one more mystery. Live, laugh, tape fish on ATMs. Yay. I want you to. I want this to I want this to go across this great nation of ours. We have to figure out though a way to properly message what it's about. Even with pamphlets. <laughs> um, but now this next video, I sent it, I sent it to you, Rob. This fucking weird. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. I really, really like really this good one. one. It's a really good one. Yeah, this is a, a TikTok video from a user named Jehovah underscore underscore one oh one. He caught something on a camera. And we're gonna, we'll obviously we'll toss it up when we do the video version of side stories. You'll see it more, but it's like just the sound itself is fucking weird as all get out. Yeah, this like, is like it's really like that's why we're playing is because the sound of it is fucking weird. Yeah, but imagine like you know we're gonna play the sound of it, but imagine two orbs flying in front of a camera that don't seem to have any sort of reflection. Like fucking big floppy boobies. <laughs> that's all I'm Light orbs. I wish that was. Light orbs. I wish that's what this whole thing was about, dog. Orbs. And then we just showed you a video and we're like, it's fucking it's boobs. <laughs> no, there's light orbs. They're flying very erratically. Yeah, they're weird. It does look sort of like, sort of like ball lightning. But it's the everything that's kind of cutting in on it. It's just like it's it, it's it's a good this is a good orb video. This is a ring doorbell. Picked up this. This is weird. This is crazy. Can't believe it unless you hear it yourself. Check it out. This is real. This is the actual audio from the video. Now you see. A song from Sesame Street is playing. It looks just like Poltergeist. Yeah, it does. And the orbs are like sort of, they're floating. This is not edited. This is not, this is what you're hearing and what you're seeing is actually what was recorded. You float up and down. It looks just like the effects from fucking Poltergeist. It's kind of crazy now that I take a look. It looks like, you remember when they're leaving, when they release the spirits and yeah. then they're all flying out because it's like, they're crystalline. They are just jumping and jiving all over the place. It is very creepy. Yeah, and it seems like it's kind of like they come apart and come back to like it. Sometimes it appears like there's two, then there's three, then there's four. They come apart, they join each other again. It'd be kind of amazing if all of a sudden this just materialized and it's a Pleiadian just jerking off in front of the house. Okay, I understand what I'm seeing, but what I'm hearing. See this guy? That's what's bugging me out. He's also creepy. Yeah, <laughs> that guy is also creepy. Yeah. And Where do they get these ring videos? How do they get them? Yeah. You just, you have a ring video. You, you just have the thing. Once it uh, has motion, once it... Um, How do you get ring videos from other people? Can you it, do I that? think it's his ring video. I think it's his ring. It's yeah, his ring. creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, and then they just blink out. They yeah. literally just disappear. But and if so, you... Uh, yeah, they float around, and they float around, and then they're just gone. And if you didn't recognize what they were saying, they were singing a snippet of the Sesame Street yeah. sing song. Can you tell, tell me how to get... And that's it. it yeah, was it's just, gonna be in my head for yeah. the rest of the fucking time as my as an anxiety loop. And it's, <laughs> and it's only that. Can you tell me how to get? And it's just that over and over and over again. It's very, it's very, very unsettling. Do you have that with anxiety? 
What uh, we get a chunk of a song or a chunk of a thing, and then it just plays over and over and over again in your mind. It doesn't give me anxiety, but yeah, I get that. Can I mean, tell d- me how to get. No, if I during the Hatfield McCoy series, like just the only thing that was in my house, like that. But you didn't get that. But it was the first, the first line. Yeah, it was just that. It was yeah, because I walk around, I would drive Carolina crazy because I'd be in around in walking around the house and I just go, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> I know this. I know this more. I know this way more because there's like sometimes it's like one little thing gets in my head. You've been like, I was doing. I got the other day. It was like, I'm a man in the box. <laughs> I was that one, and then also she made me stop. Um. She made me stop doing it because I, I started on uh, Zoloft and I was doing um, sertraline. <laughs> so it's sertraline to Instead the of glycerin. The, glycerin. <laughs> and she said it for me to stop. Okay. Yeah. And she, right, Caroline also saying. asked me to stop. It had been. Got it. Get him it. Got it. Oh, God. That's going to fuck me up for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. But uh, the, uh, the secret is to go and watch the video. Yes. And if you go and watch the video, then that completes the loop. You enjoy the video because the video is great. The yes, video is a lot of fun. It is fun. Uh, and you get to enjoy that. And then it, you get a reprieve for about a day and a half. And then yes. out of nowhere, damn it. And then it, ooh, come man. back. Yeah. Ooh, God, yeah. We're all going to go completely fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone talks about us fucking spreading curses through talking about Robert the doll. No, I'm spreading the fucking rednecks with an X curse. Oh, right yeah. You know, it is going to ruin your fucking night. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. So go and watch this video on your own. This is one of those. It's a very, very, very creepy. Yeah, look at it. It's called uh, Sesame Street Orbs. Yes. And Once again, just be careful what you Google. Yeah. And there are some people saying, like, in the comments, NASA put the Sesame Street theme song into space a long time ago. Yeah, and now sure. it's coming back. I don't think, I didn't find any evidence of that. I don't think they did. The closest that they ever came, that NASA ever came to sending something from Sesame Street out in the into space is when they almost put Big Bird on the Challenger. Oh, my God. That would have been, wow. Did you know about this? No. They out, there was a full plan. There was a full plan. How would plan. Big Bird fit? That was the problem. That's why they didn't put him on. There was a plan to put the person in the big in the Big Bird costume on the Challenger and send it up in the Big Bird costume. What? But to get kids interested in space travel, like Big Bird's going to space. Have Big Bird go to their school. The Big Bird does go to schools. He but already yeah. does that. But then Big Bird can he can reach all the children. Can and you so imagine Big Bird. Burning alive in the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, they're, that, all the, they're all in the space shuttle looking at Big Bird, and you, the guy, and you hear the deep voice of the man inside of it going like, "I don't think things are going well on this flight." Like you hear him <laughs> just being like, "Assume it." I think we're shaking weird. And then, blah, it's gone. That's fucking not good. Yeah, there wasn't enough room for the puppet, and that's why she got that Big Bird got replaced by what was her name? Sally Ride? Was that, no, was it wasn't re- Sally Ride. What was her name again? She was replaced. She replaced. She replaced Big Bird. I'd be mad if I was a scientist that had to go in and Cri- uh, Krista McAuliffe. So yeah. I would be pretty pissed. Yeah, Krista if McAuliffe. Big Bird got bumped, and then the scientist gets to go. The teacher. I'd be like, was- oh, good. <laughs> oh, now the scientist gets to go on the space shuttle. Yeah, it was supposed to be Big Bird. <laughs> God, it's kind of like what would happen. What would have happened? Big Bird died in the Challenger, and Seth MacFarlane died in 9/11. <laughs> Things would be very different. <laughs> you think the, the world would be very different? I mean, if so, I feel like we get a lot more snuffle up against just content. 
across yeah. the board because oh. I think they'd be leaning off of the Big Bird. I mean, can you imagine that? That they would have, I mean, that's, how do you explain that on Sesame Street? I think like, Robot Chicken would have won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Something, nothing would have stood in Robot Chicken's way. If yeah. there was no Seth MacFarlane. So you're you're off it. You don't want to talk about Big Bird anymore. You want to talk about Seth MacFarlane dying, dying in 9-11. 9/11. I'm just saying that they're both. It's there very interesting. There would be no Orville. God, and I don't know. <laughs> just even thinking, even thinking of a life without Orville. I don't know what I'd do. Orville's my compass. I wake up every day. I'm going to get an Orville tattoo with my asshole as the O. And it's going to be R- it's going to around the cheek. Orville. Orville. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time I go to the fucking asshole store <laughs> to get my stretchers, they'd see. But if Big Bird died in the Challenger, yeah, I feel like PBS might have failed. <laughs> they might have cut. The, they might have shut down PBS. They might have shut. It, yeah, it's, it's too dangerous. Yeah, we're, be like we're, we can't we, now. What are we doing here? All these fight, Big Bird's dying. Who are we killing next? <laughs> what happens next? No, next thing I find out, Elmo died in the Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> because imagine that. What if Oklahoma? What if he was there? Another beloved. Mr. Rogers was an assassin in World War II. <laughs> well, you know about that urban That was all that. Yeah, yeah, that was the urban yeah, 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 that was false. I Completely know. and totally false. Yeah, cool I can I just though. can't even imagine like how much how much collective trauma would have occurred had kids watched Big Bird die. I don't know. Because especially like if they got a live cuz I don't know if they had a live feed in the thing just watching that fucking costume go up because it was just making it have burned so much faster because it was just out of pure petroleum. Because that's what they would have seen. The kids would have seen Big Bird walk on way, 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 going on, and then all of a sudden, and then when they find the wreckage and stuff, and then you just see what's left of Big Bird floating on the fucking water, <laughs> and then it's all like, where, what dreams can you have after that? <laughs> like, where do you go from there? I really do think that, like, America would be, like, slightly different. Slightly. Slightly. Like, there would just, things would be, it, it would it would be a, a weird, alter, like, that could yes. be some sort of weird butterfly effect that we couldn't even imagine. You mentioned if Homer Simpson died in Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> like, what that would mean. You know, like, if a man dressed as Homer Simpson fucking was immediately fucking taken in when the yeah. levees fell. Mm-hmm. Or, you know? or he di- or he fucking, like, was one of the people that was killed in that hospital yeah. where, they, where they murdered all the old people. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more of them should die in that way. <laughs> maybe it'll help us take things more seriously. If we, had maybe to, that's if we took is. our beloved icons that make us feel good and we... Put them in a bad situation. Kill them. Like, I feel like maybe we'd get better gun control or something, if like, let's say, you know, if Grimace was at Parkland, <laughs> right? If Grimace got shot in the head at Parkland, uh-huh. maybe somebody would want to do something. Maybe someone would pay attention. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what people really care about. Yeah. Because they don't care about the kids and they don't care about the other adults. They don't care about the scientists and the challenger. Nobody cares about the pilots and the 9-11. You know, no one cares yeah. about them. But if Ronald McDonald had burned alive in Waco. What's going to happen? <laughs> Where are we getting our hamburgers? <laughs> I go to McDonald's every day. <laughs> you know, like you'd have to think about shit. So maybe yeah. we'll think about this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the government. Yeah. The government would be. All next time you around. do it. Next time. Hey, government. Next time you do a, um, a smokescreen event, throw in Count Chocula. <laughs> get somebody or somebody who gives something that could really get some residency going. You know I mean, something yeah. could really, people could really get behind and, yeah. and relate to. Yeah. 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 Live from your grave. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move Faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. 
Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. I think we're at, are we at letters? Ah, let's do some listen on letters. Listen on letters. You listen and you write. Got some great listener letters this week. We did. We're going to start with the Brooklyn Hero Cryptid. Okay. I love this because this is a this occurred around the area where we used to live in Bedsty off of the J after yeah. off of the J Halsey stop. Yep. So we both used to live in this neighborhood. So no, th- this I know is, this neighborhood very well. I love this fucking story. I'm not sure if this really fits the cryptid thing, but about a year and a half ago, I was leaving a party in Bed-Stuy and something pretty surreal happened. It was about 3 a.m.-ish, and I'm walking to the J. Halsey stop, and a guy starts following me. He keeps gaining, and eventually, he's right on top of me, maybe 10 feet behind, and just keeping that distance, not trying to pass. I've done this to people several times. I'm a fast walker. (laughs) And they've scared women, and I didn't mean to. Yeah, but you pass them by. We all know the guy. We all know the feeling of the guy that is... Keeping pace. Well, because the problem is that if you walk the same speed as somebody, it sucks. I don't want to be shoulder to shoulder with you. No. So then I have to walk twice as fast mm-hmm. to walk faster than you. It's like, you slow down. If you're going to be fucking slow, you don't want to be next to me either. You slow down. Why do I have to speed up? <laughs> I always sped up. I like passing people. I do too. Yeah. It makes me feel like I won. <laughs> I won that interaction. Yeah. That's one of the small wins you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Faster than you. <laughs> uh Back to the story. I may be five feet six, and this dude is over six feet easy. I'm panicking. As a lot of New Yorkers know, the city has gotten a little crazy over the last few years, so the situation is starting to seem real. I feel this guy's hand brushing my back and then a hand grabbing my hair and pulling me back. This guy is literally now pulling me to the ground, and I'm shouting, but, like, barking at him in fear, just involuntarily barking. Don't even know, just fucking reacting. Next thing I know, the pressure of his body is entirely gone. I look up, and this huge fucking hulk of a dude has dragged this guy off me, picked the guy up, and slammed him on the street. He picks him up and slams him again and again, and then kicks him in the ribs. It's surreal, but not, like, certifiable until the big guy looks at me. He's dressed in some kind of streamlined tactical gear. Mostly black. This is what I mean. This is the fucking shit I've been talking about. We need superheroes. He's wearing a backwards baseball cap with small horns mounted onto it. Yes. Like a fucking urban daredevil. Yes. I stand up. He says, you good? I say, yeah. He just kind of looks down at the guy, kind of ignores me. Out of nowhere, a longboard zooms up to him. Yeah. <laughs> Filing it by no one. I didn't realize until now that he's holding a remote control. This is what I'm fucking talking about, <laughs> and buddy. It's an electric long longboard. There's gotta be more instances of this guy. If there is, side stories LPOTL at gmail.com. That is fascinating. Let us know if you've seen the fucking longboard hero, the fucking longboard vigilante. Longboard devil, man. There was and you know there was a skater superhero back in the day. 
Like from comic books? Yeah, from comic books. I think he was. Uh, his name was like Jazz. Night Thrasher. Yeah, sure. Yeah, his name was Night Thrasher. He was isn't a that mar- also? Isn't that the brand? Night Thrasher. Right. Yeah, I think Thrasher. Yeah, Thrasher. Yeah, Thrasher. yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, he was a, a, a Marvel Comics guy. First appeared in Thor. Wow. But yeah, neither, he was the he was the skateboarding superhero. So this dude is like might be taking. He might actually be taking inspiration from Night Thrasher. So we got a fucking real-life Night Thrasher out there. Back to the story. He doesn't say much else, just stares at the guy on the ground and tells him not to try to get up. He tells me to have a good night, and I finally take it for what it is. He's telling me to go away. Yeah. I walk away, and he just stands there, looking around and sometimes looking at me to see how far I got. I have no idea what happened to the guy that attacked me, but I can't shake the feeling that it was something really bad. Yeah, that guy got the fucking shit stomped out. This guy had a cold thing about him. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know if it fits your cryptic criteria, but there it is. The most interesting thing that will probably ever happen to me. That's cool as fuck. That's I wonder, hope that, I wonder if that's real. That's, I hope that I hope that that's real. Yeah. I hope there's more instances too. Yeah, that's let, like, it, let us know. I mean, this uh, this uh, we might be breaking something here. I, I mean, mean, if there is a fucking night thrasher out there that has an electric line, because those electric longboards are cool. Yeah, they but, are. I mean, there's like, he had to set that up. And we need a hero, man. Yeah, New we York City. We need a hero, dog. New York City needs a hero. I will attest. Yes. That in the, you know, I moved to LA a year ago. In the last couple of years, at, in the years after COVID, like New York, it, the the danger of New York was wildly overblown yeah, by the, the fucking media. But I will not argue that after COVID, New York got real fucking weird. Yeah, it got intense. It's still weird. It's still pretty. It was still yeah. pretty intense as of, you know, a year ago when I left. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, if there's a fucking dude walking around in tactical or not rolling around in tactical gear, rescuing people, that's, awesome. that's incredible. The, the, awesome. the fucking Bed-Stuy vigilante. But a lot of times it turns out they, they end up selling drugs and stuff. Like the guy from Phoenix. But this guy, I don't think he's doing that. I think this guy's out. He's out there for the people. If anything, and or if you are the longboard devil man, slide stories lpotl at gmail.com. We want to hang out with you. We want to hang out with you. Fucking let us know, Night Thrasher. We want to talk. Let we, us know. That'll just spread your message. <laughs> All right, here comes this. This is a good one. I just wanted to share an encounter with a being that may have been a tall white. I work in retail. I sell watches at a local department store, so we get a lot of people coming in and out. But this one guy, just the thought of this guy sent shivers up my spine. This one fucking guy was absolutely 100% an alien. It was yesterday, about 3.30, when this guy showed up. I was helping some couple with some watches, telling all of the yada, yada, yada about how time works. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> when this dude just appeared. I don't mean he approached the counter. He literally just appeared behind them, smiling. He was just about six foot four, based off my height, and roughly 200 pounds. He had uh, normatively attractive, he was like normally strong, angular features, blue eyes, blonde hair. I caught eye contact and felt unsettled immediately. Always be scared of the tall white. <laughs> I greeted him. Hey, I'll be with you just in a second. And he goes, yes, that's fine. I just have some questions about watches, <laughs> which on the surface isn't all that weird, but it kind of felt like a TV show where aliens speak, where the tone is kind of off. He was very polite and generally pleasant, but everything about him was very unsettling. The other couple left and I engaged the guy. Now, I'm usually pretty decent at my job that I could point a customer in the right direction and help them land on the right watch for their needs. In this dude's presence, though, it was like my brain wasn't working. So there was a static field of awkwardness around him while well, he just smiled. 
He wanted an aviation watch. Jesus Christ, just now putting it together. So he showed him a few different models. He didn't buy anything. But during our interaction, he kept asking questions and digging further than a regular customer would. Oh, what makes this an aviation watch? Can you explain that? How so? I know nothing about watches. <laughs> That's very interesting. Thank you. I know nothing about watches. <laughs> I like this one very much. Interesting. Thank you very much. Can you explain that? I know nothing about watches. I'm not a pilot. <laughs> it was a struggle. I felt like I was trying to extract something for me that was not anything close to what I was selling. I was relieved when he finally left. Apparently, he's done this to one of my coworkers, too. I told her I had a wheelie wheel customer, and she asked, it's all white. Wow. Wow. I mean, no, it does sound like it. I mean, it does sound like a man in black talking, but it does also sound like he, it could be. Can you say the term on the spectrum? I mean, he said that term, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Just the smiling. Thank you. I know Thank nothing you. about watches. I know nothing about watches. <laughs> like him like, saying that over and over again. Thank you very much. Can you explain that? Yeah, like I, that? I love that, man. I fucking really love that. That's so strange. Who knows? Aliens are everywhere. If you believe David Grush. Yeah. If you believe some of these people, non-human biologics everywhere. Is it just ceramics made in a spaceship? I don't know. I don't know. But according to this other fucking crazy woman I was listening to, um, on four on the on uh, little chunks of it from the Joe Rogan podcast I did because of the guest it was a woman by the name of uh, this is the woman that wrote the book talking about how purgatory is a place on earth. Can you know that's what purgatory is a place on earth by Diana Walsh Pasulka. She wrote this thing about I guess it, it's she then talked about its theological nature, but they for a while they thought it was just in Ireland. Well there's a there's a mythological island off the coast of Ireland. But I believe that's where King Arthur's from <laughs> Isn't King Arthur from there? I thought he was from Avalon. Is that the island? I thought that was where fucking Marianne Williamson was from. Amalon, <laughs> Ohio. No, Avalon. It was also a really Hi, but it's here. club. It's a phantom Hi, island Brazil. appears off the west coast of Ireland once every seven years. I think that's Brigadoon. <laughs> is that Brigadoon? Because <laughs> Brigadoon is the one that the place only, it's the it's this town that appears. It's a musical. But it's about a town that only appears, I think, every hundred years. Hmm. No, Hi, Brazil is something different. It's not Brigadoon. Well. I guess we've gone to a halt then. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Diana Walsh Pasolka believes that um, she believes that she was blindfolded and taken to a, a what they now call what she in her terms is it's not a crash retrieval, it's a donation retrieval site for a UFO. Who is donating um, what? Questions. <laughs> Nothing but questions. No answers. No, no, because no explanation. No, no none. extrapolation. None. <laughs> No details either. No, it is uh, this idea that, you know, that there may be some form of interdimensional machine that can be both here and someplace else. You go in it, you go into there. Like, let's say it's a it's a craft where you, when you enter it, you go into their dimension. Mm -hmm. No idea. Okay. Um, and uh, she said she's got guys who said that that's real. And he said that they also they found pieces of material that look like frog skin, but it was metal. And you could fold it and it can come back out. Frog skin. Yep. Specifically frog skin. Biologics. <laughs> 
it makes no sense. But yeah, I, I got lost in the sauce on that one. I understand. Yeah, I get it. I've never, the only time I've listened to Joe Rogan is when an Uber driver has forced me to do so because mm. for some reason in Los Angeles, they love him. My God, they Uber drivers in Los him. Angeles just fucking do nothing but listen to Joe fucking Rogan. Well, and I'm forced to listen to these fucking people just go on and on and on about nothing. Well, I listen for my UFOs. Yeah. Sometimes he now, because, well, he was famously against UFOs for decades or however long he's been doing his fucking show. And now he's into it. Yeah. So he, at least he gets David Grush. That's cool. He had Bob Lazar. That was fun. You know, and he lets them just kind of run their mouth, which is nice. Because yeah. I like, you know, you know, I like crazy straight from the tap. Oh, of course. Crazy straight from the tap's great. Yes. Um, But technically, Diana Pasolka is like a real deal researcher, but she might have gone kind of crazy. I feel like like Jacques Vallée went crazy in a good way. Yeah. No, but he, the, he pierced the veil. Yes, he saw something. Yeah. But he was also a venture capitalist. Yeah. but uh, so You have to be kind of crazy but, anyway. But like a shaman venture capitalist. Both. Because yeah. he teaches you how to venture capitalize, and he also teaches you that aliens are goblins. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you got to choose one. And you got to choose one avenue with him. And you got to live every day knowing that if I'm learning crypto from Jacques Vallée, I'm fucked. <laughs> All right? So I've got a love actually talking with him about how UFOs are a control system for our thoughts. And it's about how it's more a call coming from inside the house to have us understand that we are just a one of the threads of an infinite uh, number of threads within the tapestry of reality. Sounds nice. Multiple dimensions, man. Fucking it doesn't even fucking matter, dog, because in another dimension, I got even bigger tits than I do right now. And I laugh about it because yeah. everybody's piring me. Yeah. Because my big, voluptuous, crazy, incredible tits. Yeah. And everyone's coming and playing with them and, and grabbing onto them and mm -hmm. smushing them together. And people are like, let me get on it. And then like I'm getting pictures with Shaq. Mm -hmm. That guy's great. That Henry's great. Yeah. In another dimension, we move into a studio where I can comfortably shit in a regular sized toilet. I don't. Science stories, LPOTL, gmail.com. Who's wrong here? <laughs> Who is fucking wrong here? I know that there are smaller toilets, but I use the toilet. And I know it's because you've got also, a bigger butt, but, but that doesn't mean you have a longer asshole. I am six inches taller than you. Does it matter? Our butts, how much wider are you than on me on the bottom? No. It's about tape length. Yeah, this I is know. not about I'm size. I'm taller than you. The distance of my taint, my taint is going to be longer than yours. If you are taller, why is that? How so? Do you In have what a, world? Do you think that you have a smaller taint, the same size taint as a child? Were you born I with never the same said size that. taint? That's your, disgusting. Your taint never grew? I never your said taint, that. You're saying your taint has never grown throughout your entire life. I think it's pretty close to what it was. You think so? You think it's pretty much the same? I would... Does holler okay? Yeah, con you were you were a plumber, Rob. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's yeah. not smaller. It's just there is a longer version, mm -hmm. but there's just one that is a circular. It's more circular than oval. It's yeah. a round front. And it's very small. It's no. It's just a different <laughs> shape. It's the same circumference. It's just one is got longer. Well, how can you say that the round front is the same circumference it's as the, the elongated? Ask me. Tell me, Rob. Is you would the circle <clears throat> of a toilet be the same way around? Elongated <laughs> toilets measure up to 31 inches from the wall behind the toilet to the front of the bowl. Round toilet bowls extend up to 28 inches. We're talking about the bowl <laughs> in the inside of the toilet, yeah. not the exterior. And if you look at the two, the two pictures in comparison, the tank is the exact same size. That's a visual hallucination, <laughs> like the arrowheads. No. Rob? Rob? Um, one is bigger than the other. Yes! Uh, I just still think that I'm going to fucking One get, is bigger than the other. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to see how many apples could fit in that toilet. <laughs> I'm going to pull them out and I'm going to see how many apples fit in the downstairs toilet. All right.
I just feel like uh, height has got nothing to do with taint length. I think it's a whole other. We got to get to that. <laughs> I, I'm taller than you. I'm wider than you. I'm. You know what I'm doing for next week? What? I'm measuring. Measuring the toilet or me? My taint. <laughs> and I want you to measure your taint. I'll think about it. Um, I'll think about it because that's personal. I don't know if I want people to know. What are they going to get from that? It's not like your socials. <laughs> it's gonna fucking. They can't hack your life. Knowing what your taint length is. I don't. I'll have to think about it. Think about you and Carolina can do it together. I don't think she's going to want it. She'll love it. <laughs> she's got nothing new. What else have you done new recently? Oh, so you think that we should introduce this as a sex game? No, I'm just measure saying. My, measure my taint. You haven't seen it. When's the last time you were looking at it? My taint? Yeah. A while. See? <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm not going to be looking at it. I'm going to measure it without looking at it if I do it. I'm, I'm not gonna Natalie. do. I'm not gonna put my fucking. I'm gonna ask them. I'm not gonna. Put, you're gonna ask her to do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then immediately te- and ask her, and then immediately text me what she says. I will. Thank you. I fucking will. <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see the conclusion of this saga very soon. Yeah, because I can already tell you, but my wife's answer is gonna be, I don't want to do that. It's gonna be no. How is she gonna handle when we're dying? <laughs> That's the thing. They're gonna have to do a lot of stuff. Here, look at the average perineum. It's about one point five inches for women. And or for people with vaginas, and those assigned male at birth, the average premium is about two inches or more. I, average. average, that's average. We'll see. I think that we'll see. We'll see. I don't and think it's got anything to do with height. I'm just gonna say, uh, a biologist, you know, human, but people who, who, who specialize in, in humans, maybe a proctologist out there. Side stories, lpotl at gmail.com. Tell us about different perineum lengths. Are taints longer the taller you are? Yes. I can tell the answer is yes. No, they're just saying women have longer. We're going to get this. We're going to get this. (laughs) Hell's it. Okay. See you next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.